Good morning, you're listening to Christy Roxburgh on Change Your Own Mind. Now, a very warm and uh, welcoming good morning to everybody out there listening. I hope everybody is well, and thanks very much for taking the time to tune into my show this morning. Now, for the most of the show this morning, I wanted to talk about specifically hypnotherapy and hypnosis for weight loss. Weight loss is something that people aren't necessarily thinking about at this time of year as we come up into winter and Christmas. Very often people are might be thinking about the weight they're going to put on over Christmas, but it's quite rare that people will actually be thinking about going on a diet. Now sometimes people will kind of watch their weight up until this time of year because they know that over Christmas and New Year they're most likely going to be overindulging a little bit. So typically people will, um, and a lot of the clients that I get in the new year, are ones that have maybe overdone a little bit at Christmas or into the new year and they're thinking, right, the new year's resolution, the classic resolution is be healthier, lose weight, eat less, etc. So what I wanted to do um, earlier than that, as I say, coming up to the end of the year, is to actually introduce the concept of rather than just dieting and going on a crash diet in the new year and feeling ever so bad about what you've eaten over Christmas and New Year, is that you can employ some techniques literally from today onwards that don't involve dieting and don't involve watching everything you eat and still allow you to enjoy all those festivities over Christmas, etc., So I just wanted to introduce really, as I say, the concept of using hypnotherapy for weight loss and also weight maintenance. Now, as I say, one of the problems which so many people present to me for coming for a hypnotherapy session is that of weight. And of course, there are so many considerations to take into account when dealing with these generally unhappy people who feel so sad and bad about themselves. Now, overeating is so often just a symptom of an underlying problem and the phase weight on the mind can seem very appropriate for most people. It may be the physical weight on their body, but if somebody is worried about their weight, it's pretty much the only thing they're going to be able to think about. So for the person who's overweight, the problem of self-image is extremely acute and it can be argued that the dictates of the fashion industry and the media can be a powerful factor in shaping the image of self which is so important and so powerful and I've spoken about this in previous shows particularly when I was interviewing um, Judy Craddock from um, Peppermint Style who runs body confidence workshops. So we need to really ask when I see a client for, for weight I need to ask why this person is compelled to overeat when it really does make him or her miserable. And that's very often the case. So some things that I have to ask is, can it be that they wish to make themselves unattractive, perhaps to the opposite sex, in order to avoid having to form relationships, if perhaps they've had issues with relationships in their lives? Is the food eaten as a substitute for maybe love and affection missing in that person's life? 
Perhaps also it's just a habit by the manner in which parents encouraged um, a child to eat up everything on the plate. And that, uh, that classic thing of eat it all up now, think of all those starving children in Africa, those things that, pe- that parents say to us without a, a second thought. But these are actually quite powerful messages that stay with us into adult life. Isn't this logic a little strange though, that by eating much more food than we actually need, we can compensate for the fact of another's hunger? <laughs> the concept of, of waste can be a powerful factor for somebody. And for many of us, our parents will have experienced times of shortage and, and hardship, which in these modern times can't really be appreciated. But that message of waste not want not is actually passed down through generations. And these habits are just passed on from parent to child naturally. So it's, uh, it's important to, to consider that the therapist working with any client considers carefully the course of intervention that will be used to help the overweight client. And whenever I work with somebody who's interested in, in losing weight by using hypnosis, I investigate thoroughly the background of the client before I decide what method of, of intervention to use. Now, in some, um, and I have to say rare cases, there can be a metabolic rate problem for some people that can cause um, people to become overweight. And if you're severely overweight, then many people are advised to see a physician to determine if there is any kind of organic problem. But if there's no underlying physiological cause, people are left with the responsibility of their own weight control. And that can be really difficult um, as a part for most people because it actually involves changing eating behaviour and also attitudes about food. Now, a lot of people that come to see me um, have actually say they say they've tried everything to lose weight. And it's generally considered that a lot of diets don't work. Now, there are these crash diets that the celebs will go on and some people say they can lose sort of two stone in a week or something crazy like that. Now, some diets do work and they they actually help reduce the weight. Because if you diet and, and just literally almost stop eating, of course, the weight will will come off. But people's most failings come in the not from the effectiveness of the diet, but from the inability to actually keep the weight off. So the high rate of kind of relapse of, of regaining weight, even if people have been successful in losing it, suggests that permanent weight loss can only really happen with um, an increased nutritional awareness, a long-term physical fitness and, and increasing in incorporating exercise into your, into your life, but also altering emotional ties with eating and changing poor eating habits into healthy ones. So how can this be done? Well, hypnosis can help you achieve these goals. However, make no mistake, the changes must be changes that happen within yourself. Uh, Losing weight is not a spectator sport, and many people who come for hypnotherapy, I know I've had clients say to me, can you just sort of flick a switch in my brain um, to, to stop me eating, if only that was possible. But of course, we can't stop eating. We have to, we all have to feed our bodies and fuel our bodies. 
So hypnosis can actually, as I say, help you make the changes within yourself, but you must become involved. Now, most people focus on the physical body when they think of weight loss. And most many experts agree that what we call the body is actually made up of three bodies or selves, which is the, the physical, um, the emotional and also the mental. And all change processes within the body, including weight loss, must integrate an awareness of all of these three selves, as it were, to avoid a struggle between them, which will sabotage permanent weight loss. And this is where many people fall down, is that they only focus on the physical and many people ignore the emotional and the mental side of things. So if you ignore these two parts of the physical and emotional, uh, or the, the, the emotional or mental self when trying to lose weight, you are actually indeed fighting with yourself. So here's an example, which is actually uh, not uh, a client of mine, but an example I've taken from a book. So Mary, at age 41, was satisfied in her career, but dissatisfied with her second and current marriage. She had been thin and attractive earlier in her life, but a stressful marriage, a divorce, a a child custody battle and refocusing on her career were big events in her life. And over time, she had grown larger and larger over the years. From a comfortable weight of about 125 pounds, Mary had gained at least 40 pounds and generally seemed to be more sad uh, than happy, as she observed about herself. And there had been many emotional weights that hung on Mary along the physical and, and mental, as long with the physical and mental weight. She was still angry at her ex-husband for what she felt were injustices. She was tired and sometimes felt overwhelmed trying to raise her daughter and keep a career. And there was much that she felt had been lost to her. Mary was punishing herself now in her work and realising how empty she felt after she had eaten. So Mary's hypnosis work combined several sessions and journal writing three times a week to put onto paper all the emotions that she was exploring whilst during her hypnosis sessions. She said she would often compose letters, which she never actually sent, to people in her life to whom she still had something to say. For example, Mary's childhood upbringing had taught her that divorce was wrong. So, as a result, she decided to write letters to her parents and other people in her life, and even herself, discussing the many feelings and perceptions she had about divorce. After writing the letter, she would usually wait a week, and then she would read the letter again to decide whether or not she actually wanted to send it to that person. The hypnosis work helped Mary to keep some distance from much of the pain of her memories and thoughts and she could watch events of the near or far past as if they were occurring um, in a dissociated way, almost like she was watching them on a, on a movie screen. And with time and practice, Mary was able to let go of these old feelings, and she could now understand and accept that these feelings could be put in their place and just let them go. In her journal, Mary wrote expressions that helped her release any anger, resolve grief, and relieve any inner conflicts. 
And like all of us, Mary had different aspects of herself. These different parts or aspects of ourselves can have different goals and priorities that may conflict. So for example, one part may say you should lose weight um, and another part cries out at exactly the same time, but I'm so hungry. A third part could sympathetically say maybe some indulgence is okay, you've worked so hard today. And then another part of you says, if you don't eat the whole thing, you're wasting that food. So this just gives an illustration that as long as there is this internal fighting or conflict going on, losing weight will always be a struggle for somebody. So one part of a person wants to be thin, while another part wants to undermine the efforts in order to be happy or emotionally uh, compensated or felt loved, for example. Now, in hypnosis, there are several techniques which can be really useful to help somebody um, overcome these these different um, sort of voices that we get in, in our heads, I suppose, these different parts of ourselves. And one method which I find particularly useful with clients is to use a sort of a visualisation of a committee meeting, which kind of says that all of your actions are determined by a committee. And this committee is made up of these different parts or selves of, of the bit of the person. So you can actually hold a meeting of these different parts in your imagination. Um, and this is very effective when it's done under hypnosis as part of a visualisation exercise. And the, the idea behind this exercise is that by holding this, this meeting is that each part or element of the self is allowed some time to actually come forth to speak and to have its views aired to the rest of the group. And the important part is that it's done in a very non-judgmental and non-critical way. So rather than, as some of you may be thinking, oh, well, meetings at my workplace always end up a complete bun fight with everyone talking over each other and arguing and shouting each other down. The idea is to have a very calm meeting where each attendee has their say, is allowed to speak, is allowed to air their views um, without judgment or without having critique passed. Um, and then each person moves on. So this can be a really effective way of, of helping people just to air those different parts of themselves and to even be aware of them because it may not be something that they're even aware of when they start their weight loss journey. Another way in which hypnosis can help um, is by using some suggestions and imagery that can help affirm and, and they're basically called affirmations. Um, that you might wish to to use on a daily basis and this doesn't really need a hypnosis to do these affirmations are things which people can repeat to themselves or or are, can be put on a, to a cd recording and then listen to on a daily basis but actually creating these affirmations can be done in hypnosis itself which is a, which is a really good idea and these are going to be things that are specific to that person and they can be things, just a simple statement, such as, I can take as long as I wish to eat, or I can close my eyes at any time and visualise how I will look when I am at the weight I desire to be. Or, of course, they can be more personal things about finding specific foods um, and what people prefer eating, um, if people want to experience certain emotions 
then they can create affirmations about the desire to eat can be replaced um, by feelings of pride in someone's ability to eat healthily and lose weight. Now, another way is that you can develop what's called post-hypnotic suggestions to transform your desire to eat into some other activity. Um, And this is called symptom transformation. And in this instance, you would give yourself suggestions for such as, I may find that certain times of the day I develop a craving for food. When this happens between my normal meal times, I may be able to take a brisk walk or do some sort of breathing exercise or perhaps some gardening. I might find that taking a walk or a drive can just be just as satisfying as eating food. In fact, I may find that doing some exercise is so much healthier for me that I feel better after exercising. Um, You may wish to add some other additional post-hypnotic cues using your obviously your own words to convey a meaning of, of a suggestion to yourself. So, for example, uh, I may notice that when my stomach starts to rumble or my body in some way tells me to eat, I know that I can use that signal, that desire, to motivate me to go for a brisk walk first. I will feel so much better, so much more energy from that walk. Some Also, some post-hypnotic cues and suggestions can be used to form analogies between things. So, for example, someone might choose to say to themselves, when I open the, the fridge door to find some food to eat between meals, if I'm bored or, or and if I don't really need the food, I may find that I can open up a book instead that I will enjoy. Closing the fridge door is just as easy as closing my desire for food. I can close the door and leave behind the food just as I can leave behind my hunger for extra food. I may ask myself, what am I really hungry or thirsty for? Am I bored and thirsty for excitement? Or am I hungry for companionship or love? So these are just some of the, some examples of what people might decide to create as a post-hypnotic cue for themselves. And this can be done with the aid of, obviously, the therapist that somebody's going to see. Now, a bit earlier, I also discussed um, the the topic of body imaging. And body imaging has been found a very effective technique when doing hypnosis. Now, this can obviously work both ways. If someone has a very unhealthy body image and, and therefore low sort of body confidence then people will often imagine themselves just getting fatter and fatter and larger and larger. Uh, Their level of body confidence will reduce and their level of self-esteem will probably reduce as well, leading the person to feel unhappy um, and unmotivated to lose weight because they just feel that they're trapped inside a larger body. And very often, even though these feelings are ones that people don't want, they find that they've got sort of trapped in that that same routine um, and it's they find it really difficult to break, even though losing weight may help improve their body image. So, as I say, if you use this in the correct way, you can actually visualise how you would like to appear rather than focusing how you don't want to appear. And whilst in hypnosis, you can picture yourself getting thinner and lighter 
and imagine how each part of you would like to appear. For example, visualising your arms becoming slimmer and each part of your body as it would you would like it to be when you're at your target weight. You could perhaps see yourself fitting into clothing that was previously too small for you um, and imagine people giving you compliments about how good you look in your new body. You can also imagine uh, involve you could your imaging could involve walking around uh, maybe a pond or in front of a window somewhere where you can see your reflection and you can visualize yourself in that reflection as you will appear maybe in six months or even a year down the line when you've achieved your desired weight loss and it's important that that image is as clear as possible so it's clear and vivid and real as possible now whenever you need motivation to continue or to begin exercise it's good in your mind to recreate an image in your an image of some of these reflections uh, as you want yourself to be to overcome the temptation to eat and maybe actually doing creating visualizations of imagery of you actually performing the exercise and feeling good um, as part of that and also feeling good at the end of it. Obviously people may have had previous failures at trying to control their weight in the past and as a result of that people may believe that it's impossible for them to lose weight in the future or maybe they've lost a few pounds but then put the weight back on again and this is a really common problem. So if this is happening one of again going back to the committee meeting exercise this is particularly useful because it actually gives a voice to doubts and it enables you to listen to those doubts of past experiences perhaps to hear the concerns that your doubting part has to say and again the most important element here is to listen and observe and allow the doubts to be fully expressed without argument very often if people find themselves doubting their ability to maintain weight loss they will they will beat themselves up over past failures and what this what this actually does ironically is that it reinforces the doubt because if you have a doubt and then you beat yourself up about a previous failure that just serves to to sort of say well that doubt is justified and therefore that doubt is still there so this is a particularly important part and i i would say that probably with most clients that have had previous sort of quote-unquote diet failures this is exactly what they've been experiencing now relaxation is an integral part of weight loss and to changing eating patterns and in looking at your own eating patterns you may notice that you eat more when you're perhaps nervous tense or under pressure so using hypnosis to deal with those feelings of tension and stress will also help um, many people lessen their desire for food. In the same way, feeling more in control of your physical self has a massive impact on your, your overall success at weight loss. And noticing physical changes that you can make during a hypnosis session, for example, skin sensations, heart rate, feelings of maybe lightness or heaviness in different parts of the body that can help you feel more in control of your physical being but it will also help you feeling more in control of your emotional self too 
and you can suggest to yourself that you can feel closer to a solution to a problem that you may have been wrestling with. So you may have had the extra weight for a long time. If it takes some time to get rid of, um, then that is all right. You, you be, just be patient with yourself. And there is every reason to feel good about the work you're doing. And again, whenever I work with clients, even if they're coming to see me on maybe a weekly or fortnightly basis, I encourage the person to do their own almost self-hypnosis in between each session. And what this does is it reinforces what's done during the actual um, face-to-face session. Now, one of the most important things when talking about hypnotherapy for weight loss is not to expect miracles overnight. Expect results that can actually, however, last a lifetime. And a lot of people think, oh, once I've been seeing a hypnotherapist, then I'm going to just lose all my desire for any cravings for any sweet or chocolate or, or any other food that maybe they've, they've called on before, is that those sorts of things will obviously lessen over time. But it's not a sudden change that happens in an instant. It's something that happens over a longer period of time. But the good thing about that, as I say, is that it will last a longer period of time, literally the person, the rest of the person's life. So whilst it's very important for a lot of people to see some short term improvements, and indeed, you know, that's that's undeniably um, uh, uh, correct, is to see some short term sort of immediate improvements in terms of weight loss rather than sudden weight loss that, that again like a diet like a crash diet is only going to have a short-term result the important thing is that these are long-term results for people and on that note one of the most important elements as we've just said is a feeling of personal control so many people who have been on crash diets will whilst they're actually on the diet feel probably quite in control of themselves because they are harshly restricting the food that they're actually eating Um, and some people that go on these fad diets for example Atkins or a soup diet or a cabbage diet or or a water diet or something like that they they give the person a very heightened sense of control because it's so restrictive and it doesn't allow any particular type of a bad or fattening or sugary food But again, the problem with these is the minute that you go back to quote-unquote normal eating, um, it doesn't become a diet anymore and you just go back to your normal routines with your normal ways of thinking. So in essence, the the whole success of it is based on you changing... Or, or letting go some of the, the things that you've carried with you throughout your life. The beliefs, the expectations you have about food, the, the necessity to maybe store food for some people. All of these things can have such a, a massive impact on a person and, and one that they are not even consciously aware of. So it's very important, as I say, at first to to really get to what these beliefs and values are for a person before you can actually come up with a long-term um, weight loss uh, and weight maintenance reg- regime for people. 
to change their emotional eating habits for good. Now, over the years, there have been a number of um, examples of how people have used hypnosis and hypnotherapy to, to help them lose weight. And some of these have been success stories, some of them not so successful stories. And I think one of the key things to point out is that where there has been a not so successful story, the person has, um, the concerned has actually admitted that there have been things that have held them back or that maybe they haven't trusted that the hypnotherapy would work. And one such example was an article I found um, on the web and it was actually someone's blog saying, does hypnosis work for weight loss? And the author of this blog, um, her conclusion was that yes, hypnosis can work for weight loss. Um, but one of the things that is most important is that you have to want it to work. You have to trust it will work. And again, a lot of this comes back to um, a person's belief systems and values and what's going on in their life. You know, if, if food and eating is some way of compensating for the lack of, of love and affection in someone's life, then actually restricting themselves of food is probably the last thing that they actually want to do. So even though they say they want to lose weight, in essence, they don't because food is their their support system. So, but it, for it to be successful, it's, it's really 99% of successful weight management is about belief. It's believing that you have the ability to, to practice restraint, but it's also believing that you can live in a world where it's so easy to eat too much these days and that but you that you will know you will consistently avoid overeating that you will choose foods that provide excellent nutrition that you can indulge occasionally without losing that control that you will get right back on track after any relapses that you can enjoy physical activity and that you can adhere to a healthy weight management program so a lot of it is about having an identity you know what's your identity as a person are you someone that overeats, that eats unhealthily and that is destined to spend their whole life overweight? Or does someone actually believe that they have the ability um, to lose weight and that actually they deserve to live a long and healthy life? So that's one of the most important questions, I believe, in, in looking at the success factor. Now, one other article which I came across is entitled uh, Experts Reveal How Hypnosis Helps With Weight Loss. And this is this article basically questions, does hypnosis for weight loss really work or is it just a marketing gimmick? Now, it uh, starts off by saying, as, uh, as we've mentioned before, losing weight can be a frustrating and challenging journey uh, for many people, mostly because they follow an inconsistent dieting pattern which usually goes along the lines of people diet, they overeat, they feel guilty for overeating, and then they start dieting again. And this is the classic sort of yo-yo dieting, but it makes the whole process quite excruciating, um, leading to increases in stress and also even leading to depression in many situations. So it sort of says, what will hypnotherapy do? Uh, and it's this article basically... Uh, illustrates how hypnotherapy targets the unconscious mind to help you develop new positive relationships with both food and maybe exercise. 
And with this change in attitude, you end up feeling more confident about yourself, which in turn helps you to lose weight without affecting your emotional well-being. Or if in fact, I would argue, affecting your emotional well-being for the positive. And this is where a hypnotherapist can also help to motivate you to increase your level of physical activity. Now, some people say, they, you know, they won't even mention the E word of exercise. And they say, <clears throat> you know, if I'm not into exercise or sport or anything, then then what else can I do? And that's fine. But it's useful for people to see who see exercise as a chore rather than a pleasurable activity. Um, so, and this article then goes on to to kind of illustrate the steps of how hypnotherapy can work for weight loss. So in the first phase, it says the hypnotherapist will take you into a deep state of relaxation. And then once you're in this relaxation mode or trance, the therapist will then use a process of helping the unconscious mind to explore reasons for overeating. Uh, which will question your unhealthy eating pattern and then suggest a new approach. And over time, you'll learn how to replace negative thoughts and unhealthy food habits with a healthy diet. Now, all this sounds to some people like sort of too good to be true, not magic really, but sort of, well, how if it's that easy, how come I can't do it on my own? And that this is a good question. A lot of people say well if it's easy if it's easy enough of just putting suggestions out there why is it I can't give myself suggestions that that I can lose weight and why is it that I fall off the rails as it were um, when uh, when things start going awry so this author adds that probably the most powerful hypnosis message that you can get across is that you always have the power to choose and this is where some people maybe may struggle with um, weight loss through hypnosis is that they're not wanting to take the responsibility for the weight loss themselves. They've gone to see a hypnotherapist in the first place. And for many people, this is right. Well, I'm now I've now done all that I can. It's now over to somebody else, as it were. So you always have the power to choose. That's the key. You can have that piece of chocolate cake, but you don't have to have it. And this is where hypnosis can help create a relationship with yourself that is more honest. And this is no way, this is by no means that hypnotherapy alone can help you lose weight, but that hypnotherapy along with a more of a sense of self-control can can work wonders. Now, another thing we should mention in ter- when talking about using hypnotherapy for weight loss is that of the gastric band. And there's been many, many articles, many, um, many controversies, many differing differs of opinions about the virtual gastric band. And this raises the question of, is it possible to literally think yourself thin? Now, the gastric band is obviously an an operation where you actually have a physical band inserted to to stop, which is clamped around the top of the stomach, reducing the amount of food that the person can eat. But the virtual gastric band argues that you can bypass the cost, the pain 
uh, and any, any risk of surgery by actually persuading yourself under hypnosis that you have actually had the operation. So the power of the mind is, is undeniable. And what practitioners of the virtual gastric band argue is that if you trick the mind into think that it, thinking that it can't eat a big meal, then it, it's really simple. That's it. The mind just believes, again, it comes down to the belief and, and the want for it to work, that you have actually had a band fitted around your stomach. And therefore, because this band is is in place that you physically can't eat. And this involves very um, strong suggestions, obviously, that to be done during the sessions that, that will convince the patient's brain that they have had this surgery uh, undertaken and that they now have a restriction around their stomach, which will quite literally at a gut level radically change something um, about about that how that person feels about their ability to eat. Now, what's interesting about this um, this particular article, which appeared in the Irish Times newspaper early this year, um, had a, an interview with the lady who had tried hypnotherapy for weight loss, and they actually asked her, did she believe that she'd actually undergone the operation? And her reply was, no, I didn't think of it like that. It was a physical thing. It was like my mind telling me that I didn't need all that food. So what's interesting here is that actually in this instance, the person didn't think that she'd actually undergone the operation. She knew she'd had the virtual gastric band therapy. But actually the physical effect, even though she knew she hadn't had the operation, the physical effect on her body was that it was her mind telling her that she didn't need all that food. It was almost like the mind and the body, the brain and the stomach had had played not tricks on her, but had now convinced her that she didn't need that food, which actually had obviously, although a different method, had a a very similar um, end result. So the general consensus is, is that quick fix techniques such as crash diets and maybe even the virtual gastric band therapy don't really get to the bottom of a person's relationship with food. Therefore, they can't really be expected to solve the whole problem. People get overweight for a reason and it's largely because they're emotionally dependent on food. Weight loss takes effort on behalf of the client and if somebody has the virtual band therapy, it removes that responsibility. So what, in my opinion, and in many people's opinions, are is that people need to take on the responsibility and realise that they do have the power to choose. As we said before, you can choose whether to have that piece of chocolate cake or, or not. And you know, sometimes you will make the choice to have it. And, and that's what I usually say to my clients is, do you know what, that's fine but it's realising that you have made that choice and that if you make that same choice every day for the rest of your life, you're not going to lose weight, you're probably going to put on on more. But if you then in the future think, right, well, I'm now going to make a different choice this time um, and I'm going to eat something healthy or I'm not just not going to have something to eat this time, 
that that's when the real changes occur. And that's when you start to feel the real effects of being in control. So whether the gastric band is actually real or imaginary, it seems there's no definitive answer that involves effort and willpower. Um, The mind may be powerfully suggestible, but it is still up to the individual to do the hard work ultimately. So what is also interesting here to consider is what are the reasons why hypnotherapy may not work for weight loss and the the main reasons are as i as i've pointed out are about belief and about a person's willingness to take on responsibility hypnosis for a lot of people is a very very effective support mechanism when it comes to dealing with weight loss Um, And if a person feels that they're attempting a weight loss challenge on their own, for example, if there's no supportive members of the family or another half to help them, then very often a person going to see a hypnotherapist, this can be the support mechanism that they need in in order to actually achieve successful weight loss and, and weight management. So as you can uh, you can probably see there are a number of differing opinions of schools of thought about how effective hypnosis is um, either as a form of uh, emotional mental therapy or whether it's using the virtual gastric band. And there is no real one answer I think because everybody is different everybody has a different relationship with food everyone's had a different upbringing um, which brings along different thoughts beliefs and values. So I think if there's some in summary if you're interested in finding out more about hypnosis for weight loss and whether it would be suitable for you the best idea is to get in touch with um, a couple of maybe hypnotherapists that specialise in weight loss or who um, who have shown that they've worked with patients um, to help people lose weight and to just see what your thoughts are and what your opinions are about what they say. People will have differing approaches that they take. In addition, at this point, I just wanted to mention also about um, a new hypnosis for weight loss workshop, which I'm going to be holding probably in spring of, of next year, in conjunction with a lady called Sharon Gardner, who runs her own business, Renaissance Counselling and Hypnotherapy. And we are looking for a number of people to attend um, the initial workshop, which as I say will be held in the spring and will be consisting of six evening sessions uh, which will be group sessions but they'll be very small uh, groups of maybe six to eight people maximum and Sharon and I are going to over the course of the six-week period introduce the attendees to the concept of hypnosis for weight loss and we'll be working in a very interactive and participative style to ensure that all attendees get the most out of this workshop. So don't think Slimming World or Weight Watchers, it's not going to be anything like that. It's going to be a very supportive group where we introduce the concepts, we introduce different scripts, we'll be doing group hypnosis sessions and also providing you with support materials to take away on your weight loss journey. If you are interested in finding out more about this workshop, please do let me know. You can contact me through 
the Natural Health Radio website, or you can go to my own website at christyhypnotherapy.com and enter your details in the contact form um, on the homepage and ask for more information about the weight loss workshop. Um, And just for the rest of the show, what I wanted to do was to give you an example of a fairly generic uh, weight loss or weight control hypnosis induction scripts. This is a very generic one, so wouldn't be useful for everybody. But just to give you an idea, we've just I've discussed some of the sort of the affirmations and the and the actual processes. But just to give you an idea of if you do go see a hypnotherapist, the sort of messages that you might hear and the sort of things that um, the sort of techniques that they might use. So if you'd like to go along with this, um, if you you by all means you can just um, continue listening. But if you would actually like to to get into to use this as your own form of self-hypnosis, then I encourage you to find somewhere where you can just sit peacefully. You don't have to close your eyes, but you can if you'd like to for the next sort of 10, 15 minutes just to um, listen in and um, and absorb the messages that that come as part of this of part of this script. So when you're ready, um, find somewhere comfortable to sit, um, as I say, and, and just focus initially on your breathing. And if you're just listening to this, um, with your, in a, in a normal awake state, again, just focus on your breathing and be mindful about where you are and what you're doing at this present moment. And then when you feel peaceful and relaxed, you can begin to think, about how you can be successful at reaching any goal in your life and about how you can be successful at losing weight. And you can begin to imagine that you have lost the amount of weight that you no longer want or need. And you can have maintained that weight loss. And if it helps, if you now like to close your eyes, This will enable you to imagine and feel and think even more intensely, even more with even more reality about yourself as being slimmer, thinner, with a toned body, with a healthy body. And your unconscious will now act on this image and realize and actualize this image in your mind. And you will begin to allow yourself to lose weight, to lose the amount of weight you no longer want or need, and maintain that weight loss. You can now change any negative eating patterns that you have into good patterns. And you allow this to take place easily and effortlessly as part of your life. And now you imagine for a moment a table, just a table in front of you. And you fill this table with foods that are harmful to you, harmful to your body and emotions. So just imagine these foods. They may be sweets, snack foods, junk foods, foods high in sugar and fat. You place them on the table. And you know that these foods are like poison to your system. These kinds of foods cause you to gain weight that you no longer want or need. 
If you choose to eat any of these foods, you eat a small, small amount. A very small amount of these foods satisfies you completely until you feel you couldn't eat another bite. So now you push these foods off the table. Just push them away from you in your mind. Your body begins to reject these foods. Your mind and emotions reject these foods. And you can clear the table. And now, on that empty table, you can place the many foods that you enjoy anyway. Good, healthy foods. Foods that contain fewer calories, sugar or fat. They may be fruits, vegetables. Carbohydrates that are good for your body, that fuel your body. Proteins, a mixture of colourful, variety of foods. There are the fruits that you can enjoy, cool, clean and crisp. Vegetables that are good and healthy. And you imagine eating these good foods and you eat slowly. You eat slowly and whether you are conversing or not with other people, you are totally aware of the amount you are eating. And when you eat, you eat modest portions and then stop. And that feels fine. You eat correct and reasonable amounts for your body. And you feel totally satisfied. You feel satisfied from one meal to the next. With no desire for unhealthy snacks when you're not actually hungry. You recognise the difference between hunger and thirst. You drink regularly and often, either water or healthy juices. And now you can feel totally proud of yourself. You reflect on all the positive things in your life, the goals and successes you have already achieved. And you know that you will continue to be successful reaching every goal that you have, creating the most healthy and positive life for yourself. And now you imagine seeing yourself with a new body. You look great and you feel great. You are relaxed and peaceful. And now food is somehow less and less important. And when you eat, you are more comfortable eating slowly. And regardless of where you are, what you're working on at home or at work. And you can eat small amounts in restaurants. You will eat slowly, consciously. And if you leave, need to leave food on your plate, that's fine. Now, regardless of any stress in your life, you are more at peace and relaxed about food. Food is less important to you. You feel proud of yourself and the rewards are tremendous. Now, whenever you think of eating, you choose healthy foods. You eat small and correct amounts for your body. And when you have eaten the right amount, you stop eating. When you feel full, you stop eating. And even if you leave food on your plate, that is fine.
you simply stop eating and continue to relax and allow that sense of confidence and peace now to flow through you. You are more motivated now than ever before to create the most healthy and positive life for yourself, to change old eating patterns into good new eating patterns for the rest of your life that will enable you to lose the amount of weight you no longer want or need and maintain this new desired weight. You now have new ways of dealing with your old habits and these new habits will make permanent weight loss possible. You now eat mindfully, consciously, slowly. You can stop eating when you're full. You know the difference between eating for boredom or for emotional reasons and eating for actual hunger. These new habits will make permanent weight loss possible for you. You feel wonderful and you can begin to experience a new and healthy vital energy that flows through your body and mind. Your thoughts are positive, confident. And you can now reflect on all the positive aspects about yourself. You see yourself as the attractive person that you are. And you allow these positive feelings to grow stronger and stronger for you every day, every night. And just continue to relax. And as you continue to relax, I'd like you to imagine that you're in a very peaceful and special place. This can be any place you choose, perhaps somewhere you know well, or just somewhere now you'd like to create in your imagination as a very peaceful, special place to be. Any place you choose is perfectly fine. Just imagine this place. Perhaps you can even feel it. This is the most peaceful place in the world for you. It may be a beach somewhere, with an ocean, with clean fresh air, or in the mountains by a stream, or on a summer's day in a fresh field, or in your own favourite room, wrapped up in a comfortable armchair. Wherever you are, just imagine a sense of peace flowing through you, a sense of well-being. And just enjoy these positive feelings for a moment. And when you've found this place, you can know that you can revisit here in your mind whenever you need to, long after this session is completed. And as you enjoy being in this place, you know that each and every time you choose to visit this place, you will be able to experience this same level of relaxation and calm, regardless of any tension or stress that may surround your life. You can now remain more at peace, more calm, more relaxed, and allow any stress to bounce off and away from you, to just bounce off and away from you. 
And if you ever find yourself reaching for food because you feel stressed, tense or even angry, you can imagine being in this special place. The stress can drift off to bounce off and away from you, leaving you feeling positive and calm. A sense of feeling in control, knowing you have the choice. You can choose the way that you feel about food. You can change your relationship with food. You have already changed your relationship with food. You now eat consciously. You enjoy foods you eat. And you know that you can enjoy healthy, active life. So just enjoy this special place for another moment. Soon I will begin to count from one up to five. And as I count, you can just allow your consciousness to come back to the, the, the here and now. And you can come back to the present moment feeling refreshed and alert, as if you've had a long rest. I'll begin to count now at one. Just coming back up to two, becoming more aware of the room around you. Up to three, feeling lighter and more alert, up to four. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes, up to five, take a deep breath, have a move around, have a stretch out. If your eyes were closed, you can open your eyes, take in the light of the day, and come fully back to the present moment. I hope you really enjoyed listening to this script. As I say, this is a very general positive suggestion session that um, that could be used in the first hypnotherapy session with with a new client. And it's very general, including some, as you could hear, some positive weight loss affirmations. It's about being able to to change how you see foods, to become more mindful of foods that you reach for on a on a daily basis and that if you do have any negative eating patterns that you can make the choice and turn those into to good patterns as i said if people have more of more of a complex background maybe they have more barriers in their lives that they feel they need to overcome with regards to food or their own particular circumstance then obviously if you do decide to go and see a hypnotherapist they would discuss this with you individually and they would tailor the session according to your needs. But hopefully that's given you a bit of an idea about the sort of thing that you could expect from a hypnotherapy for weight loss session. Remember also that if you are interested in finding out more about the hypnotherapy for weight loss workshop that I'm going to be running in conjunction with Renaissance Counselling and Hypnotherapy, then please do contact me. And this is going to be held geographically somewhere in the Farnham Guildford Woking area in Surrey. So if you, you'd need to be local in order to come along to that. But as I say, if you're interested in attending this first session in, uh, in the spring of 2015, please do get in touch and let me know. Okay. Well, that's about all we've got time for today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. As always, if you have any feedback or questions, please get in touch with me 
either via the Natural Health Radio website or my own website at christyhypnotherapy.com. Thanks again and I look forward to, um, to speaking with you and to being on air again in a couple of weeks' time.